This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm so excited I can barely even breathe. Why is that? Uh, the new the new social network, Tom. Uh-huh. Oh, it's Threads, out. yeah. Yeah, it's going to change all of our lives. Yeah, it's a, a good way to spend more time using uh, meta products, Facebook products. We're all looking to... to a to max usage. out our, our our Facebook engagement. Yeah, it's it only benefits us. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think th- this has to be like the quickest a, a social network has grown. Yeah, I because mean, because it's not really its own thing, but it is. Yeah, this is the thing. Everybody's going like, oh, yeah, it got like, what, 30 million or like 90 million? Yeah, you know, 10,000 million. Yeah, um, at least a million. <laughs> in the first 24 hours, it's like, no, it's an Instagram thing. Everybody yeah. already had Instagram. Yeah, but that's still like people downloading the app and activating it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All my favorite brands are doing it. Uh, yeah, They got the brands in uh, even before the people came. So that way, once we got in, There'd already be really good brand content to consume. The Grimace is already posting <laughs> yeah. robustly. Yeah. And that's a party that, like, if you walk into a party and mm. the Grimace is already all warmed up. Right, yeah. What's Grim- better than the that? The Grimace has already got half a load on. He's telling old stories from the <laughs> 70s. That's so, all so I want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald Land uh, in the 70s was a He's very like, so good place. It's me and Ronald and Birdie, right? <laughs> The Fry Guys are there. The Fry Guys are they there. They don't know what's going they on. They just want to watch. They don't want to be a part of it. Anyway, uh, yeah, exciting new, uh, I think that's the the fourth or fifth new social network I've signed up to. Uh, did you this, sign up for this it? This week. Yes, I did sign up for it. I did not. I'm going to try to avoid it as long as possible. Because the other thing is, mm-hmm. we were talking about this, and we look like fools. If our Slack logs, yeah. Tom, uh, mm-hmm. ever get leaked to yeah. the press... We'll look or subpoenaed in a lawsuit. <laughs> we'll, we'll look like fools. Well, if they get subpoenaed in a lawsuit, we'll be in a lot more trouble than looking like fools. <laughs> uh, we're, uh, you know, uh, talking about how, oh, this is going to kill Twitter because, mm-hmm. like, they have that critical mass of, of existing yeah. subscribers, and all they have to do is just make it, like, not suck, just, like, make it like Twitter was, like, a few years ago in terms of functionality. Mm-hmm. And they're like, surely they'll do that. They didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to do that. They're going to, no. uh, they're going to, ru- I mean, of course, they're going to ruin it eventually. Yeah. Like right now, it's, I mean, it's actually not that great because, like, it doesn't just show you the people you follow, but they said that they're going to be doing that. Uh, like, it, it shows you, like, an algorithm feed yeah. of, like, people you follow and brands you might like. But, the Grimace uh, is telling some, some, is celebrating his birthday. But in the same way that you would have thought they had a great business going with Instagram, they, you know, at a certain point went, oh, we got to make, we got to turn Instagram into TikTok. Right. They're going to do that with this. Like something else is going to come along, uh, you know, a year or two from now and they're going to remove the ability to post text to the app or something. Uh, but, but for now... Hey, let's just have fun with the brands. Maybe it's a good thing that there's like a bunch of social networks. I think, uh, yeah, I think there shouldn't be a hub. Right. And then maybe everybody will realize that uh, it only brings joy to psychopaths. <laughs> and the rest of us will be like, all right, I don't want to, I don't want to care about this. Yeah. Or it's just like, yeah, it is one of the apps I check in on a, a few times a day and like mostly just lurk, but. Don't post a few times a day, though. That's that heads up. Yeah. Well, only what if you're only doing it for five seconds? Five seconds. Yeah. Five seconds at a time. Looking at one. Just looking at the top post and seeing if it's any good. If mm. it, but what if it's great? Then you're just gonna want more. <laughs> hey, guess what? You can log in for another five seconds in four hours. I also, uh, I did sign up for Blue Sky. Yeah. Blue Sky. Uh, uh, and who do you have to thank for that? Uh, 
the developers over at Blue Sky for, for making an excellent product. Tim, you have me to thank for it. I give you that invite code. I now have an invite, and I don't know who to give it to, and I don't know who to, how to ask if anybody wants one. Well, now you're going to be inundated. Um, yes. Uh, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. No, don't, d- don't email both of us. Give out your personal I was going to give out your personal email address. <laughs> um, no, uh, all that has been mm-hmm. is people talking about Twitter yeah. and threads. Yeah. This is like, dude, what are we doing here? Talk- this is supposed to be a about- modern day salon. It's it's like a, a, a show about nothing. It's a, a social network about other social networks. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't like any of it. I'm just gonna continue. Well, I was gonna say like, you know, now's uh, a great time to get out because it's not true. like yeah. Oh, you got to be there. the The whole culture, like everything's happening on one of yeah, these. Yeah, this is the equivalent of uh, when like you're with a big group and they're like, "Let's go to a new bar." Like that's when you can just like you know uh, escape down a side alley. Yeah just kind of get lost in the shuffle and then it won't be until like a half hour later it'll be like hey where'd uh tim go Hmm. and i'm in that alley that i I escaped down i think he's in the bathroom (laughs) like no i saw him go down that dead end alley and hide behind a dumpster i think he's still there (laughs) if we want to go check sure enough there i am yeah uh tim we went on a uh vacation together this weekend not just me and you a big group. Me and your family. <laughs> a big group of friends. It was really weird, Tom. We were we were going to go on our family vacation mm-hmm. and walk to the car in the morning, and there's old Tommy there with with, uh, with his bags packed, yeah, <laughs> with twenty suitcases. It's a real uh, what about Bob situation. It would be cool to glom onto a family the way that Bob did, <laughs> but, but but yet you're so uh, resistant to somebody else glomming onto your family. Yeah, well. Uh, I guess uh, I'm at the point in my life when I sympathize with Richard Dreyfus in What About Bob. <laughs> uh, never thought I'd be at this point. I, I never thought uh, I'd, I'd sympathize with Richard Dreyfus in any uh, of his many. It, does roles. he stink? No, he doesn't stink, but he often plays like a, like a grouch. Yeah. Yeah, or at least he was in uh, What About Bob. For yeah, sure. either that or a guy that uh, wrote an opus. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what he's typecast. <laughs> that, that's the the two roles he gets. Uh, but we we went uh, to the Poconos uh-huh. with a bunch of friends. We rented a house, and uh, because it you know it was a bunch of us and it was summertime, uh, drank a lot of light beer. Yes, for the first time in in a while. Light beer. Great summertime treat. Yeah. For grown-ups. For grown-ups, of course, not for kids. Hey. I mean, if a kid is going to drink a beer, I'd rather it be a light beer. I'd rather it be a non-alcoholic beer, Tom, which are rising in popularity well, at an alarming rate. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, nobody's going to think the kid's cool if you're drinking a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Some of the cans for the non- the non-alcoholic are cool now. That's true. I did see a uh, uh, a non-alcoholic. I think it was Athletic Brewing, which is pretty good. They have like a non-alcoholic Witcher beer now. What's a Witcher? Like the the Netflix series, oh. The Witcher. Okay. So it's like, oh, now what they're is doing like brand brand tie-ins. What is a Witcher? Yeah, he's a guy that hunts monsters for oh. money. Wow. Yeah. I hunt monsters out of the good of my heart. <laughs> well, you wouldn't fit in with these guys, Tim, because I think they do it all for the Benjamins. People still say that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. They do it all for the Benjamins, <laughs> just like the phrase goes. Um. Uh, yeah, I actually, I was uh, uh, given. Hey, uh, given the, uh, the state of your bank account, Tom. Mm-hmm. I would say you're doing it all for the Lincolns. For $5 bills? Yeah. I would have gone with Washington's. I think Washington's also on the million-dollar bill. (laughs) There's not a (laughs) million-dollar bill for the last time, Tim. And you keep falling for that. There's not a million-dollar bill, and a guy at the supermarket parking lot's not going to trade you for it if you you give him a $100 bill. Uh, no, I was, uh, given a non-alcoholic beer at one point. <laughs> this, this sounds By like, whom? 
uh, over the weekend over not uh, on the 4th of July. I was yeah. not it was not when I was uh with all of our friends. Oh yeah. But uh, uh Yeah, you snuck off to the grimaces party. <laughs> but it sounds I mean this makes sense. He it's... was telling a story of when he laid under a glass coffee table at one of the parties in the seventies. Oh, no. The grimace did? Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah, want to know what happened yeah. after that. He's it's a truly sick man. He was offering million dollar bills <laughs> to anyone that would do what he wanted. Um no, I mean, this is going to make it sound like somebody was trying to get me to stop drinking, but I was given a non-alcoholic beer at one point and not told that it was a non-alcoholic <laughs> oh, beer. Oh, jeez. Uh, Tom, when I was 22, a flight attendant did that to me on a flight. Oh, wow. Well, I ordered like a mixed drink and it didn't come. <laughs> I <laughs> ordered a no million like... drinks. You ordered a mixed drink when you had already had a few mixed drinks. Yeah, and uh, this one did. This one wasn't mixed. It was just. It was just, just the seltzer water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, she made the right choice. Well, this is this is a non-alcoholic. This was a non-alcoholic beer, right? That I was given, and uh, uh, it was it's the good. whole story. I knew that story was going to end. It took you five minutes to no, tell. No, but it. but at first, and when, it was good. When I was drinking it and didn't know, I thought it had like gone bad, uh-huh. because it was uh, like a Heineken. Uh, so I know what a Heineken tastes like, right. and this tasted like a Heineken, but it tasted different. So I thought, oh, maybe this is like old. Or, or been left out in the sun, but it hadn't. It was just uh, it had all of the alcohol all removed the fun or, or not, out of or it. not put in in the first place. I'm not sure. You should you should listen to our uh, episode about non-alcoholic beer, Tom. I should. Yeah, we did one of those. Yeah, I don't remember. You that. talked at I length. Was, I was drinking uh, regular beer <laughs> during that one. I'm I sure. I think you talked at length, like I was an idiot, about how they uh, brew non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, didn't, you know, like. I'm surprised you don't know this kind of tone. Well, but now you know it, or you weren't paying enough attention. I wasn't paying a lot of attention. Just I also assumed you were the passing back to me. I assumed you were passing bad information to me. Tim, I the, the all the information I pass to you through this podcast goes through a rigorous system of uh, checks and balances. Uh, what do you think we hire that uh, research desk for? It's not. It's not cheap, Tom. No. Um, but yeah, I had a non-alcoholic beer and it, it was all right, but light beer is what we're here to talk about, Tim. <laughs> yep. Now, what do you think a light beer is? What is my definition of a, yeah. a light beer? Mm-hmm. A beer that is less calorically dense mm-hmm. than a standard beer. Yes. Maybe... Uh, fewer carbs, mm-hmm. and in some cases, a lower ABV, alcohol by volume. Technically speaking, the only factor that makes something a light beer is that it's low in calories, and as a result, usually lower in alcohol. Remember Miller Lite's slogan, tastes great, less filling. How do you feel about a light beer, Tom? I love a light beer in the summertime when I'm outside. That's... Uh, not inside. It's not an indoor drink for you. I mean, I could have it indoors too. But it is good. I realize that I don't I, I guess it is just like becoming like a like an old dipshit. Uh that I You <laughs> that no. I never really drink light beers, but then uh having a bunch of light beers this weekend, realizing hey, this is great. Like uh I can just kind of drink all day but never get too drunk. And like not feel as bad as I would, especially if I, you know, if I was drinking like a delicious IPA or whatever. Wouldn't somebody say, well, if your goal is to not feel bad uh-huh. and not get drunk, yeah, but drink something all day, yeah, what's wrong with that Heineken that somebody handed you at that barbecue? Because you want to get like a little drunk. That's the thing. Okay, so I didn't know we didn't. I didn't drink light beer in my younger days. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, in college, but like I didn't seek it out. That was out of like necessity. Yeah, it was just like, oh, this is what's cheap and available. Yeah. I think like I used to like getting drunk. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't want to get drunk. I want to get buzzed. Right. Yeah, I, I don't want to buzzed forever. <laughs> Just have a low level buzz. 
just somebody's got to make i mean they do make like a like a two percent beer that you can just pound all day (laughs) and just constantly constantly be buzzed but i feel like that is the case with light beer that like to to get hammered off of it to get like really drunk you have to like make an effort yeah you you have to do you ever want to be really drunk again in your whole life i don't think so but i like being buzzed yeah yeah um but yeah just like the confidence to talk to girls (laughs) right yeah uh i mean we we were at a house with like all of our friends and our friends significant others so really weren't I don't think I need to like build up confidence. I mean, that's what you told me when you had a few beers. (laughs) I said, you know what, Tim? Damn, finally gonna go talk to your wife. Go introduce myself. Yeah, and it was just pleasant. You guys had a really nice conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've heard so much about you. Yeah. And she and then she said she'd never heard about me. Yeah, we're getting we're working up to that. I told her, well, I do a podcast with Tim, and she was like, you do a what? Yeah. Tom, we're only six, you don't, six you don't years tell into her the about marriage. This stuff. No, we're working up to the the big the, secrets. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's what they say when you get married. Work up to the big secrets. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to hit them with no, too much. No, you got to keep some mystery in the yeah. relationship. Uh, but yeah, we were drinking. Uh, I think it's Miller Light for the most part, which I found out in my research is very appropriate light beer to be drinking because it was uh, apparently like the first. Technically, you know, kind of, not really. You know, Coors Light, Tom. Mm-hmm. Available, what was it, during World War II or right after World War II? Yeah, during, for a minute? yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, this is weird. A lot of stuff happened in World War, like, was it like, oh, yeah, the rubber shortage, so we need fucking light beer now or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 Ah, drink light beer. Support the boys overseas. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, yeah. I think it was probably, it could have been, I mean, it could have just been that they were experimenting with stuff. But yeah, I could see it being potentially uh, stuff was in, certain ingredients were in short supply. Because I think there are some light beers, maybe even most light beers, that like the way they make them a light beer is just by uh, adding some uh, water to it. Yeah, just watering it down. Watering it down like a little bit, uh, so that uh, that seems effective. That seems prudent. Yeah, and um, that was probably what they were doing during a uh, WW2. Yeah, they they said uh, we don't have enough beer to go around, and uh, some bigwigs said just put some water in it. Those idiots will never know. They're they're all shell shocked. <laughs> They've all come back shell shocked, and they won't know the difference. They yeah. haven't had beer in years. They'll they'll. They've been drinking uh, the uh, fluids from a ship. <laughs> the fluids from a ship. Oh, like uh, like Joaquin Phoenix in The Master. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he's like. Yeah, yeah, you can drink some of the fluids from the ship. I forgot about that. Imagine the extent of everything I knew about World War II came from watching the film The Master. I mean, I think probably a decent amount does come from that. Yeah, I never saw uh, Saving Private Ryan, to be honest, Tom. uh, They don't drink any fluids from a ship, if I remember. But I forgot about that because we watched The Master for uh, Books of Podcasts. And then we uh, we like looked into like, well, what's the deal? He was like drinking gas from the ship, yeah. and apparently uh, there there used to be gas that like you could drink. I, I forget what kind of alcohol it was. It wasn't as bad, I want to say, as like um, you know, like the moonshine that has too much ethanol and will just like blind or kill you. Mm. But it wasn't too far off from that. Yeah. Still, you probably shouldn't look. Are there any kids listening? Don't. Don't drink the fluids from a ship. Yeah. To get all Wouldn't you buzzed. rather a kid drink a light beer instead of fluids from a ship I, to get I, drunk? I'll concede that. Yeah. So maybe ease up. Let let your uh, not even two-year-old son have a beer or two. I was giving him sips I, of beer know, all weekend. Tom, this is this is This is where he this is it. coming from. He loved it. He kept saying more. he's got a taste more. for it. Yeah. Yeah. He slapped me at one point because I I cut him off. So uh, as we were alluding to, Tim, 
Uh, I'm trying to find where. Oh, yeah. The first use of the term in marketing light beer was in the 1940s when Coors Brewing Company sold Coors Light for a short period early in World War II. Oh, so it was during the war. Yeah, I just said that. And then it relaunched it more successfully in 1978 as a 4.2 ABV pale lager. In 1967, New York's Rheingold Brewery, you've had Rheingold, right? I don't think I have, because I'm not 100 years old. No, I think you have. I think like some of the bars we used to go to in like Manhattan had Rheingold. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know what the tap looks like now, yeah. actually, yeah. Um, Tom? What? I'm sorry I made the crack about <laughs> being 100 years old. I am 100 years old, and I do remember drinking Rheingold. Uh they introduce a 4.2% pale lager, Gablinger's Diet Beer, <laughs> brewed using a process developed in 1964 by chemist Hirsch Gablinger of Basel, Switzerland. Uh, use, use, <laughs> what? I think. Uh, using a recipe developed by Rheingold, uh, Rheingold biochemist Joseph Awadis. Who is this helping for you to be reading (laughs) these sentences? Maybe his son's listening. It was marketed as a beer for people dieting. It was not successful. But they don't say if it was not successful with the diets or not successful uh, uh, sales-wise. The recipe passed on to Peter Ham Brewing Company of Chicago. This is all from Wikipedia, by the way. Who said it was... (laughs) I love this. Who said it was Meister Brow Light. Who sold it as... Oh, okay. He <laughs> sold it as. It'd be funnier if they just said it was. <laughs> I mean, it's Tom, basically the same thing. Tom, it's for the last five minutes you've been reading Wikipedia and heckling it as you went <laughs> and mispronouncing every other word. <laughs> it's not Meisterbrow light. They got to take Meisterbrow and make put some water in it. That would make it Meisterbrow right. light. But anyway, that that didn't work either. So uh, they they sold the Meisterbrow line of beers to Miller Brewing Company, and they relaunched it as, well, I think at first it was just called Miller's Light Beer, or like Light Beer, Light Beer from Miller. Right. Was the first name of it. But then it became Miller Light. Yeah. Which is so ubiquitous. The cans just mm -hmm. say light, L-I-T-E on them. Yeah. uh, We all know it's Miller. So I assume, uh, I think it was in here, but I I maybe didn't uh, copy and paste it, that that light was the first, at least the, for the L-I-T-E, that that was at least the first beer that referred to itself L-I-T-E, because Coors Light is L-I-G-H-T. It, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, if they were the one coining the phrase, or at least coining L-I-T-E. the beer, yeah, then when, they should be able to just put that on the can. Point of... All right. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Were what you, do you were think Were you going to start using, like, a Robert's Rules of Order or something? <laughs> Robert's Rules of Order? Who, whose rules are it? The Rules of Order. I thought you were going to say point of contention. Yeah, I was going to... I was going to... I couldn't think of the last word. Yeah. <laughs> I said point of... <laughs> And then I said, let me change tracks tracks here. Um, Question. Mm -hmm. When you think light beer in your head, are you thinking L-I-G-H-T beer or L-I-T-E beer? I think I'm thinking L-I-T-E. Okay. Uh, You're not? I mean, I guess it's, is it just Miller Lite that does L-I-T-E? Because Bud Light is L-I-G-H-T. Coors Light. I'm number one. Natural. Wondering light. what I'm going to title this episode. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Maybe we can A B test it, Tom. Maybe <laughs> I'll put out two versions and uh-huh. uh, see which one. Gets email Tom of with, more downloads. Uh, with telling him the version that you got. <laughs> I mean, I kn- know how the back end of all this stuff works, Tim. You can't A B test anything. Unless you just change the name and people who get it earlier get one. And Tom, well, you'll be surprised once you once these emails start <laughs> rolling in. Well, and surely there will be a clear winner of uh, which which got downloaded more because people are more uh, exactly interested. Yeah, so that that's our own little market research that we're doing. <laughs> well, that's what all these uh, beer companies do, right? A lot of market research. Um. Reducing the calories. Yeah, I talked about all that. Um, 
All right. Shortest <laughs> episode yet. <laughs> This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by BetterHelp. Tim, have you ever had a, a time where you were uncertain about where you were going in life or where the right path was? To answer your question, Tom, yes. Well, how did you get through it? Tom, actually, therapy helped. There you go. What a great segue into this ad for BetterHelp, Tim. Oh, wow. Okay. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else... Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Uh, Tim, as you just mentioned, uh, you've you've had therapy. I've had therapy. I know lots of people have had therapy. I know surprise, I, I'm not surprised anymore, but at the time, very surprised by some of the people I found out who went to therapy because I was like, yeah, they've got everything together. Well, guess what? That's how they got everything together. Yeah, and it's for everybody. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't, you don't have to wait until you're in a a crisis to, uh, to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking about starting therapy, let me offer you this. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. Tim, due to the reduced malt content, light beer often has a less robust taste and flavor compared to regular beer. Some people describe the taste as being more watery or lacking depth. However, others appreciate the lighter taste, especially on hot summer days like me or when they want a more refreshing drink. Yeah, I don't love beer. I've seen you love beer. What do you mean? I've seen you make love to beer, Tim, with your mouth. I make love to a tonic and gin on occasion, Tom. (laughs) A tonic and gin? You mean a gin and tonic? Tom. What? Oh, is that from something? Freaking Long Islander are you? (laughs) Is that from something? It's Billy Joel. Yeah, it's not not just some obscure Billy Joel lyric. It's from the first verse of freaking Piano Man, Yeah, but come on. Tonic and gin. Billy... You I know, know that's not the way anybody says it. You're just I trying mean, to make a rhyme. There's an old man sitting next to me making love to his tonic and gin. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But we, we still, we, we, uh, you know, we still put bread in his jar at the end of the night. <laughs> right. This is a wacky place. <laughs> the real anything goes type of bar that uh, BJ's playing. Uh, uh, tickling the ivories at yeah, Davy still in the navy yeah, probably would live for life. I mean, at least he's not drinking that uh that ship fluid. <laughs> he might be. That might have been, he's at the bar. That might have been a you know a, a missing verse. Yeah, Davy Davy bellies up to the bar, <laughs> orders some fluid from a ship. The bartender tells him, Davy, I tell you every time we don't have that here. He says, All right, I'll take a Miller Light. Take a tonic and gin, please. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender's like, what the? Like, another one with the... Uh. Uh, well, uh, tell me, what kind of beer lights do you have? Uh, so, yeah, uh, more watery. That's the... Uh, and and that... I feel like when we were kids in the 80s and 90s, the, similar to the Cola Wars, to refer back to Mr. Joel, right. there were like light beer wars. It was the rock and roller Cola Wars <laughs> that really just set him off. He's right. like, I can't take it anymore. He, he wasn't even there for the, the light beer stuff. Yeah, he's he, just like, he, he, he had already thrown his TV yeah. out the window. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when we were kids, there was, so, and like, it also it's, pretty fucked up that like as kids we saw so much of this but i feel like every other commercial was a light beer commercial i remember my grandmother mm-hmm. was uh, horrified yeah. we were out to dinner um 
you know, with you know my family and like my grandmother and like my aunt and uncle and their kids. Uh-huh. And the waitress came over and was like uh, getting our drink orders. And my cousin, who was like six at the time, <laughs> this is the 80s, was like, what do you want to drink? And he was just like, make it a Bud Light. Because <laughs> he would just like say, like, yeah, I'll have yeah. a light, a Bud Light. Uh-huh. He said that. And my grandmother was like, oh, dear. Did anybody think to speak up and say, hey, it's better than fluid from the ship? Tom. Did, did the waitress uh, get it? Yeah, yeah, we all got it, but, you know. No, I'm saying get him the beer. No, 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 Tom. The Bennigans uh, trained their trained their waitresses. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't leave a tip, then. <laughs> the customer's always right. Even if the customer's six and ordering a Bud Light. Uh, I bet everybody else thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever. Yeah. It yeah, was, it was uh, like, uh, like, oh, the, the a kid said the thing from the TV. Uh, kid said the darndest thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think there were a lot of light beer commercials on when we were? Yes, kids? and that was the, that was what well, the how story. How hard would it be for you to say yes? And here's an anecdote about that. <laughs> I had to spell it out. Yeah. And now it's time for and an now anecdote I'm gonna to illustrate. illustrate. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, give you're an right. Example. You're right. You know what? Note a taken. Lot, Tim, you got to think a lot of children listen to this show to learn about, uh, you know, how how to make a persuasive argument. <laughs> You gotta come to the right place, yeah. Him. But I feel like every there, there were so many beer commercials, light beer commercials, that were all about our beer tastes great. It tastes like beer. The other stuff tastes like piss. Look at this. Tastes like piss. Tastes like what? They wouldn't say piss. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't. Say, I don't know. I don't know what like even they what would, commercial you're even exaggerating. They would. They would claim that the competitors' beers taste like water. Right. That they taste watered down, that they don't have any flavor. But the beer that they're and also selling. also in like the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. nobody drank water. Ever. <laughs> I know. So like that's the worst thing you could say about I your competitor. I always think that like, you know, uh, like I said, we were, we were away this weekend. And like uh, I was singing that because I saw uh, your son and then uh, uh, other friends of ours, kids. And then I saw my niece, nieces this weekend. Uh, one niece is too young to drink water. But all the other kids, it's like they always have like drinks. They always have water and stuff. Mm. I don't remember ever having a glass of water as a child. No, definitely not. I had juicy juice, which was just pure which sugar. Which just as good as water. Yeah, right? Like, I don't even know what. I mean, I definitely drank soda as a kid, like when I could get it. But I wasn't, all, especially when I was little, I was not allowed to have soda because not not necessarily, I think, due to any, like, uh, I, I'm sure they were like, it's not good for the kid. But uh, I, I, if they gave me caffeine, I, I just turned into a nightmare. Oh, yeah. You I mean, that's still the case. Yeah, to peel me off the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, I feel like soda, when we were kids, it was mm-hmm. like, eh, you shouldn't drink soda. And <laughs> so, it wasn't anything about the health. Better. It wasn't about the health benefits yeah. or the, the, it was all just like, man, eh, it'll mess up your teeth. Yeah. That was the only that thing. That was the big thing. It'll yeah. mess up your teeth. Uh, if you drink soda and they would, uh, do you ever do this experiment where, uh, you would put a, you lose a tooth yeah, exactly. in a, in a soda and it would just like dissolve it, which was neat. But I always thought like, well, I don't hold the soda in my mouth all night. I drink it. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna wear down a little bit. And that's a baby tooth too. <sighs> yeah. I got adult teeth now. Yeah. Pull out an adult tooth and put it in that in that glass of Coke. I'm curious too. Is I mean, do you, dentists who listen to this show feel free to write into us? No, I don't <laughs> want any dentists writing to us. <laughs> Enough. Then if you're like, a dentist. Well, it's time for your six month checkup, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got enough correspondence from the dentist. Thank you very much. But is that really even a big problem that people have like bad teeth because they because they drink too much soda? I think it does. Like sugary drinks, yeah, probably do contribute a lot to cavities. Okay. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. I don't think it's that. like as dramatic as they'll dissolve away like a baby tooth. I it, mean, that's. I feel like they were trying to tell us like if you drink soda, you're 
by the time you're 20, you're going to need a mouthful of dentures. Right. Well, this also like forgets that you brush your teeth. Yeah. And you don't hold the soda in your mouth. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm sure there are people that don't brush their teeth regularly and drink a lot of soda, and that causes problems. But I think if you drink soda and brush your teeth, the soda is going to kill you before it does. Yeah. Any, before it does much harm to your teeth. Sure. Oh, do you want the dentist to write in and confirm? I'd like the dent. Yeah. Write in. Tell us if if we need to I'm incentivize wrong. this. What? We need to incentivize this. Incentivize the dentist? Yeah, to speak out. There's one thing that you should know about dentists. They don't do anything for free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not even tell other people that they're wrong, that actually drinking soda causes a lot of problems? Not unless you're 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 paying them for a checkup. Um, oh, we got on soda because we were talking about not drinking water <laughs> as children ever. <laughs> I do think the whole, like, drink more water thing's a scam. No. Yeah, it's there's water in food. There's water in food, but yeah, you're not just gonna water in the air. It's so humid right now, you don't even need to drink any water. Just drink the air. Just keep your mouth open. Just walk around gawking at everything. Slack jawed, yeah. Yeah. And you'll be fine. You'll be well hydrated. Um but yeah, when we were kids, so uh, there were like three three genres of light beer commercials, I feel like. There and and you could mix and match them a bit. There were the light beer commercials that were all about saying the competitor's beer tastes like piss, mm-hmm. like watered down piss. Right. <laughs> I don't recall that, but I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. They were on uh, during. It was the only yeah. commercials they had on real sex. <laughs> um, and that was a selling point. To yeah, some it of the was like yeah, try this. Days like watered down <laughs> piss. No, but it was uh, you know we're finally. And the thing is, it was always brands that have you know, and it, I'm sure the same thing is going on now. But it's like yeah, okay, now you've had this beer out for like 40 years, and you're like, uh, you know, Miller Light tastes great. Coors Light is watered down. Well, you didn't change anything about Miller Light. You didn't add more flavor to it. Maybe they maybe you're talking about now. Yeah, now. Well, if it was true in 1983, why wouldn't it be true? I guess. uh, Yeah. All right. Evergreen commercials. Yeah. So that was one. Wait, are you saying that they're running the same commercials now? (laughs) You haven't seen a commercial for anything. I know. I don't. In a decade. Yeah. Uh, And whenever I do watch regular, like the only time I'll watch regular TV is for live TV, and I don't watch sports. Right. So it's like. The Grammys, the Emmys, the Oscars, and Saturday Night Live sometimes. You're only seeing the creme de la creme of those. those there's like new commercials being debuted. That's true, yeah. And I things. still think they stink. I still yeah. don't like them. Uh, so that was one genre. Second genre was... Grammys this year sucked. Yeah, they did suck. They were good the year before, well, I The thought. year before, I didn't know any of the music, and I was like, this is great. Yeah, it was just like a bunch of good musical yeah. performances. Yeah. Um, the second one was, uh, and how can you go wrong? Sorry, but who, who was the host last year? I think it was, uh, Noah. uh, Oh yeah. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Yeah. He did a good job. Oh yeah. Well, he did a good job the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he did okay the second time, but it just wasn't, I don't know. I think maybe the first time was it maybe the first Grammys they had had since the since no COVID? They've, they've been having the Grammys since I oh, think man. the middle of the 20th century no 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 since the, the, that they had like stopped and this was like the first oh, yeah. in person one oh, so yeah. it kind of had like an energy of like everybody was happy and then the next year it was just like oh, well back to this schlock and and mm. Trevor Noah didn't seem like like as excited to be doing it All right. well I thought he brought his A game both times. He is a professional, of course, but ah, yeah, it just wasn't as good. I can't really put my finger on it. Anyway, second genre of light beer ads, babes, babes, babes. Is that light beer? I feel like it was mostly light beer because I'm thinking of like uh, beach babes. Okay, yeah, here at the beach, and they would really push like you know if you buy our bikinis, if you buy our light beer, you're gonna want don't hey don't blame us if you wind up in a sand volleyball tournament against a bunch of uh, babes wearing bikinis. Sand volleyball, <laughs> yeah, beach volleyball <laughs> is what they call it now. Yeah. Back then they called it sand volleyball. I don't know why they would say don't blame us. That's something that uh, every red blooded. They said it with a wink. 
Oh, okay. With a knowing wink. Okay, so we got number one, Mm -hmm. our competitors taste like watered-down piss. Yeah. Number two, don't blame us if you get into a sand volleyball (laughs) match with bikini babes. Yeah. And what's number three? And number three is mascots meant to uh, appeal to children. Oh, Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie, the Budweiser Frogs. Uh, I, there, there's more I'm, I'm forgetting, but Spud McKenzie, Spud McKenzie was the big one where they finally had to stop. Uh, I don't know if there was any like official action against them from like the, the FTC or FF or FCC or something like that. But I think they were at least given like a warning or maybe it was like a parent activist group was upset about it. And, right. and that's uh, they, they put, here's the original party. animal. Yeah, and they, so cool. Yeah. And they put him down because uh, he also bit a kid. <laughs> uh, he bit a kid. But McKenzie had a little too, too much uh, Bud Light and uh, flew off the handle. I, but man kid tried to pet him you know what wanna you know you ever uh uh hear people talk about like ah, i was born a born during the wrong time and you know they're like ah, i should have been like a blacksmith in the mid in the middle ages or who something who said that i don't know if anybody says that but, but you know how people say that sometimes like no ah, you had to give you a better example if, you, if the best that you could do is somebody thought they should be a blacksmith in the middle I, ages that the uh uh the the Beach Boys song, I just wasn't made for these times. I think that's what it's about. About being a, bla- a blacksmith? Yeah, yeah. The Beach Boys, they all wanted to be uh, smithies. <laughs> blacksmith. Uh, what are the other smiths? Iron Smith? Nah, hmm. that'd be a blacksmith, I think. <laughs> shoe shoe are you, smith, the woodsmith. Who are you talking about? People that think that they should be... It's more people that are like, ah, I wish I was alive in the 50s. Okay. When you could decide who lives in your neighborhood and who doesn't. <laughs> I mean, that's the, you know, the underlying uh, right. feeling. But uh, I feel that uh, I was born during the wrong time because I would have loved to be uh, old enough. I was alive, but I wasn't old enough to be an ad executive in the 80s. So you could just like... Uh... Just evaluate like a, the the bikini no, babe no, no. pictures and be like, no, all right, we'll choose just, her. Like do a for bu- the sand volleyball scene. <laughs> just do a bunch of coke and then like come into a meeting like like ah wide eyed, just going, uh, what about this? It's a dog, and we say it's the original party animal. Oh, what's his name? Uh, and then you just like see uh, somebody's eating a baked potato or something. Spuds. <laughs> And then they say, uh, uh, what's their last name? And then uh, in first year, like a dog doesn't need a last name. (laughs) But then I I look at uh, uh, I take out my wallet. I look at a picture of uh, my wife and daughter, Mackenzie. (laughs) Say Mackenzie, Spuds Mackenzie. Uh, All right. But what's he going to wear? Your wife and daughter are both named Mackenzie. No, yes. <laughs> Mackenzie and Mackenzie Jr. Okay. <laughs> My wife and daughter. Uh, they all... <laughs> and, and this is your dream scenario that you have a, a wife and daughter, but you're still a huge cokehead kicking yeah, yeah, in the yeah, door yeah. at the office. Okay. Yeah, I'm making a ton of money. Yeah. Stupid money, bro. And, uh, and, uh, they go, whoa, well, so like it'll just be a dog. All right. No, the dog's going to wear clothes. Well, what kind of clothes is the dog going to wear? And that's when I slap somebody. Yeah, that's meeting. when you're like, he's the original party animal. What do you Figure think he's going to wear, asshole. you idiot? He's going to wear sunglasses? Take a wild fucking guess and here. a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> but won't that appeal to children? Yeah, it's going to appeal to children. And that's we'll put him on a surfboard, after. too. Yeah, we'll put him on a surfboard while I'm doing all kinds of cool things. We'll imply he has sex with with humans with uh, Bikini women. Babes, yeah yeah that you know th- yeah there will be like a, a a little bit of a, a tease of bestiality going on that's what will, sells beer and like you'll have to caution them like that you're not going to show that in the actual ads of course we'll never show it it will only be implied because you're still on thin ice after your uh <laughs> your uh 
this beer doesn't taste like piss. <laughs> you're like, okay, we can't say piss. They, yeah, they, they've, they, they've told you numerous times you can't say piss. But I went, I, I shot the whole campaign, multiple commercials. We sent them into the TV studio, the TV stations, and they said, we, we can't. Like, shockingly, we told shocking you, lack of oversight at this we, ad agency. Yeah, but I, I was like, these commercials will be so good, they'll let us say piss in them. <laughs> So that, that that's what I feel. I would have loved to have been a uh, uh, 1980s, maybe even 90s. 80s yeah. would have been my heyday. 90s would have been when I was like, ah, these new kids with their Budweiser frogs. Yeah. And their... you would think you were thinking things were getting a little too politically correct. Yeah, the look, the frogs don't have to say anything. Spuds doesn't say anything. Right. Spuds or spud. Spuds. Spuds, yeah, that's what I thought. Spuds McKenzie. Um, And then for like a while, there were uh, like light beer commercials that were funny. That was like a big thing. Yeah, I mean, beer commercials are always funny. I don't think they are anymore. Tom, have you ever heard of Dilly Dilly? I I have heard that, and I don't really know what that means. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like a decade old at this point. Yeah, but it's like from a commercial. Yeah, from I think a, it's Bud Light. From a Bud Light commercial. Yeah. Uh, all those companies make tons of commercials. That's the other thing. They all have like multiple ad campaigns going on at the same time with uh, like different uh, spokespeople and cartoon characters and animatronic characters. I guess uh, it's like a lucrative business. You just gotta, you just gotta advertise. Like you sell. You're saying advertising is a lucrative business. No, I'm so saying selling I'm beers. Up what dilly dilly means over here. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I left you to your own devices. <laughs> you gotta keep an eye on me, Tim. I'm gonna start saying weird things. <laughs> Not weird, obvious. Uh, I guess advertising beer is no, a lucrative I'm, business. I'm saying that selling beer is a lucrative business. It's, uh, so lucrative that the, you can just spend tons of money on advertising. I mean, at least for the light beer brands. Well, and that was another thing I was reading about that, uh, like very, very few uh, smaller breweries make light beers. That's like pretty much just the domain of the Coors and Anheuser Busch's and Miller's of the world. Coors Miller, right? They're one company now. Yeah, everything's one company now. Yeah, uh, but you know the the smaller breweries, and even like some of these smaller breweries are pretty big at this point. Uh, so, I, so like Yingling and Sam Adams have light beers, right? And they're, but they're huge companies. They're not as big as as these uh, huge conglomerates, but they're pretty big. But the uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like a like a Sierra Nevada or whatever doesn't. But I think they might be owned by somebody. Look, I can't keep track of all these things. All I know is that there are very few light beers from uh, smaller breweries. I'm trying to see who who owns Sam Adams these days. I think they're still independent. I think they're they're still their own company. I'll be the judge of that. Are you judging? You're in the middle of judging? I'm in the middle of judging. Tim, can I tell you some other interesting facts about beer in general that I found during during my uh, research? I I didn't read the research desk do it all. Uh, Lidded steins are for your health. You know, uh, like the beer steins, like uh, the German beer steins with the lids. Those lids were created to protect beer drinkers from contracting the plague. Go on. The, that was it. You know, just like close up your beer. Because like, uh, you know, they didn't really know how the plague. Oh, so worked, it wasn't an effective. I, no, I don't think so. I think it was like, plague. yeah, but you're still breathing in everything. Yeah. Um, the disp- that was like during COVID when they're like, wash your hands. I was like, yeah, um, yeah like I'm going to wash my hands. <laughs> Right, no, not, like that's not how we're getting it. We're getting it from breathing. We're so getting never... it from boxes. I gotta yeah. wipe down all the boxes before I bring them in. Yeah. Uh, the sun, the, uh, despite popular belief, this is from uh, happiness, happiness delivered dot com. 
hoppy like beers. Yeah, I know. Despite popular belief, it's not warm storage that brings out the skunky aroma in beer, although it may change the flavor. The real culprit is light. When the sunlight hits beer, it can cause a reaction that creates the same chemical compound as a skunk spray and smells just as icky. I didn't know that. I had always heard that beer got skunky if you like got it cold, then warm, then yeah. cold again. That that was bad for it. And what what is it? What is the real reason? Uh, light. Oh, which is why I've heard both. Yeah. Which is why you have the dark yeah, bottles. Yeah, the, the, the brown or green yeah. bottles usually. Although like Corona doesn't, uh, they've got clear bottles. Yeah. But yeah. also I don't think I've ever really had like a skunk. Like I'm thinking like, oh, it actually smells like a fucking skunk. No, I've never like had beer that well, smells that bad. You just wouldn't drink it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll take another. Well, I guess that's the point that it's like, well, and then it's ruined. You can't drink it. Yeah. I, I'm also just thinking about how when we were younger, there were so many like, uh, I don't know, just kind of like made up rules about beer or made up things. Do you remember people in like high school drinking beers and being like, oh, you can't drink the last swig of beer out of a bottle, oh, the yeah. ass of it's the bottle. The ass. It's it's disgusting. You can't. And I was and I, even at the time, I didn't know anything about beer either, of course, but I was like. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. The whole bottle's got the same stuff in it. It's not like there's sediment. Yeah, it settles <laughs> to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and even the that, uniform. it was like, oh, no, but by the time you get to the bottom, like, it's warm and it's no good. I'm like, I, I'm watching somebody drink a beer in two minutes flat. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah, we weren't really... Yeah, you ever get a... You weren't, like, sitting there and Heckled savoring. for nursing a beer? Yeah. In, like, college. Mm-hmm. It's like, forgive me for freaking taking it easy and relaxing. I mean, I, I a lot. Drinking a beer when you're young is like an emergency. <laughs> <What do you laughs> Everybody's mean? just like, drink it, drink it. <laughs> drink it before we get caught. Yeah. I just remember having, uh, like, a lot of, uh, I was not happy with a lot of the, like, rules and culture around beer in high school and college. I absolutely hated drinking games. That's what I was going to bring up. Drink. Yeah. Why why are you going to make me the loser of a game so I can <laughs> drink? Yeah, it's like isn't this the whole point to I'm, drink? You know, escaping reality. That's 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 winning the game. Yeah. And also, it was always like, I don't, I don't need a game to like force me to drink quicker. Yeah, I already drink pretty quick. It's fine. The other thing, Tom, I feel like when we were younger, and not us, but like other people, there was like this like ultimate fear of like, what if tonight our big, you know, like the Saturday night out, I don't get drunk. <laughs> Well, we all really wanted to get drunk. Yeah. I remember a friend of ours. And it was Tom, easy. Yeah, it was easy. <laughs> but the paradox here is we want to get drunk and, like, I don't know, become less aware and, like, yeah. numb things. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know the psychology behind it. And it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to be slightly buzzed yeah. all the time. But, like, <laughs> you want to, you wanna like, uh, get real drunk and escape being young, the best thing on earth. Yeah, not having any responsibilities. Yeah, being, being beautiful and yeah, no, being young is the worst. Is the, is the best thing on earth. And people are like, oh, I need to, I need to find a way to to numb myself yeah. from this. You idiots. Tim, we should start going to colleges, going to parties, taking away everybody's beer, telling them. The real fun is just being young. We'll tell them like uh, the benefits of stoicism as well. <laughs> yeah, and we'll drink all the beer. We'll tell them like, look, we got things to be uh, yeah. like anxious about and depressed about and upset yeah. about. We'll we'll take care of drinking. You guys just sit there and enjoy being young, <laughs> and 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 you can watch and pity us. Yeah, like make out with each other. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> we'll drink the beer and watch. <laughs> Uh, Tim, there is a swimming pool of beer that you can go in at the Schlaus Strachenberger. That sucks. Unless I'm the only one who's allowed in the pool. <laughs> Brewery in Tarrant, Austria. You can take a dip 
in ugh, in any of the seven 13-foot pools that they keep full of beer for the bargain price of $250 per two-hour session. Two hours? Two hours. Like, but, all right. That's going to seep into your, your blood. Yeah. Like, can't we uh, negotiate down to like a 10-minute swim here for... You know, I don't know, 20 bucks or something? Not even. Come on, five bucks. Five bucks. I jump in the beer for a uh, few minutes. A cannonball. Because is the idea you're going to swim around two hours? Two hours is too long to be in a regular pool. Do you think a lot of people are trying to drink all the beer? Well, that's what is that the idea? Like, oh, but during that two hours, you can drink $250 worth of Mm. beer. Um, And then uh, I wanted to talk to you about cans. Uh, uh, they were coming out with beer cans. They were in the works prototypes and then the prohibition happened. Uh, so, uh, prohibition happened in a pre can world, huh? Yeah. Uh, shortly before the repeal of prohibition, the American can company came out with a prototype beer can and the rest is history. Uh, so this led me down, a uh, uh, rabbit hole looking up the American can company. Cause I'm like, ah, that's great. The American can yeah. company. Uh, it was a member of the tin can trust. Um, do you know what the American can company is called now? Uh, Comcast <laughs> worse. Primerica, a financial conglomerate, which has divested itself of its packaging arm in 1986. Uh, they're not even about the cans. They're anymore. not even in the can business anymore. Disgusting. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our uh, social media links, our Reddit links, all that kind of nonsense. Uh, hey, if you've got a problem you'd like us to solve, email us, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. We're looking to do some more uh, Tim and Tom solve your problems. If, if that's all right with you, if you'd like to tell us your personal business. Yeah, if you don't mind, your majesty, to open up your mind. <laughs> Type out your I really email pee. account. Uh, and also, of course, if you're a dentist, feel free to email that website as well. Tell us about being a dentist. Email that uh, email address, rather. And uh, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide. You get back episodes of uh, Books of Podcasts and the new episodes of Books of Podcasts where we're, we just got done reading uh once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. This week we watched uh, uh, Roadkill, Death Death Proof. Jesus, Tom. I don't know how we're going to get through. Death Proof, a movie by Quentin Tarantino. You can listen to that. You can see how I get through that episode. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I'm at Tom Reynolds. And Threads. Follow me on, on and Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Yeah. Your pal Tim. Yeah. I'm nowhere to be found on threads yet. Yeah. People can already like pre-follow you and then threads will start a message or Instagram will be like, you know, people are waiting for you on threads. Good luck, assholes. Good. Yeah. Good luck. You'll be waiting a week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You've started talking about just regular beer. Yeah. Mm hmm. We didn't rank the light beers. What's your number you one light beer? I was going to say, I, I had that idea that we should rank light beers. I really don't, I don't think I have a preference at They're all, all the same. Yeah. Give They're, me a Coors Light, give me a Bud Light, give me a Miller Light. Yeah. Um, Tom, where do you fall on Michelob Ultra? A Michelob. Oh, uh, I, I like that. It's it's good. I feel like I had- oh, I feel wh- like they did a good job- their initial branding was as good as Grey Poupon's branding, where, like, I think about uh, Michelob Ultra as, like, oh, yeah, that's for, like, athletes. Yeah. That's for people who, like, just ran a marathon. Run ultra marathons. Yeah, um, yeah there's some other... It's just a light beer. <laughs> yeah. There's some other Bud product, I forget what it's called, that uh, it's, like, a uh, I think a copy of that, where, you know, they're... They're focusing on the carbohydrates right. more than anything else. Um, and I feel like I had that, and I was like, yeah, this is all right. I, I, actually, I, don't th- I think... Bell's Lighthearted Ale? You like that. You like a lot of Yeah, bells. is that considered light? Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, I forget what the Bud one was called. But- 3.7% ABV. Wow. 
and 110 calories. That's Bell's? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. The lighthearted ale. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.